Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Triangles Meditation Group. Today is January 18th, 2021. And we join together each Monday at this time to introduce the work of triangles to people who are new to it and to aid them in the forming of triangles. So if you're new to this work and after finding out a little bit about what triangles is and you would like to form a triangle, you can place your name in the chat box and hopefully two other people on the broadcast will agree to form a triangle with you. The rest of us come together uh, who are already members of triangles to participate in our weekly meditative visualization to support and strengthen the planetary network. Triangles is a simple visualization technique using the power of thought and prayer to uplift and transform consciousness. The work is simply the establishing of lines of lighted loving communication between three people who agree to vivify that triangular link every day. Three people linked together as a triangle of light, mentally, spiritually, and in the spirit of goodwill to all humanity. Their triangle, which they're visualizing, is then placed within the larger framework of the planetary network of triangles. And as the network is visualized, the great invocation, a world prayer is sounded in order to help distribute the energies into the consciousness, touching all open hearts and minds. Triangles need only take a few minutes each day and it can therefore be fit into even the busiest of schedules. So as we do each week at this time, we begin with a meditative visualization. And before we go into that, I just wanted to announce that our guest speaker today, we're very um, happy to have Vincent Classens from Geneva. He, he actually works in the Geneva office as a volunteer in the French section, but he actually lives in Belgium. And he, part of his service work and employment is he gives chair massages and meditation sessions within the European Commission in Brussels. And he's also a practitioner of psychosynthesis and as well as a student of the esoteric philosophy. So he's going to speak with us about synthesis and the European Union. And so we really look forward to hearing from you, Vincent, after the meditation. So as we do each week, now let's take a moment to join together and visualize the planet as a sphere of lighted energy. And within that sphere, visualize a triangle. This is the triangle of the three primary planetary centers. Humanity, the planetary throat center, the spiritual hierarchy, the planetary heart, and Shambhala, the planetary head center. Visualize the circulation of energies flowing in all directions around the triangle, 
merging and blending the three points, filling the triangle with light. Now superimposed upon that triangle, visualize a five-pointed star. This is the star of the world teacher, linking east and west, past and present, radiating the energy of love wisdom. At each point of the triangle, the sphere of his activity stands an outpost of his consciousness, the five planetary centers. Visualize the energies radiating forth from the star through the five points. London, Darjeeling, New York, Geneva, Tokyo. Visualize these outpouring energies enlivening small groups gathering everywhere, aiding them to focus and direct the energies into the consciousness of all humanity, solving its problems, creating right human relations, restoring peace on earth. and project a lighted bridge towards the spiritual hierarchy and sound together the mantra. Radiance we are and power. We stand forever with our hands stretched out, linking the heavens and the earth, the inner world of meaning and the subtle world of glamour. We reach into the light and bring it down to meet the need. We reach into the silent place and bring from thence the gift of understanding. Thus with the light we work and turn the darkness into day.
We're continuing our work together during this closing phase of the annual cycle when we have available the special light of Capricorn, the light supernal, which conditions our world. As Triangle's members, we can become increasingly responsive to the changing lights that cycle in and out throughout the annual cycle and aid in their distribution to the human kingdom. The aim of the discipleship path is to blend the little light of our personality self, which for long cycles of time has dominated our field of vision within the greater light of the soul. Within the radiance of that greater light of the soul, individual boundaries fade and there ensues a growing recognition of the greater whole of which we are all at the soul level apart. This merging of a lesser light with a greater light, which happens within the life of an individual seeker, is paralleled in the life of groups and nations. And as Vincent will shortly share, within a collective of nations as in the European Union. Such an experiment as the EU is a real challenge in this world wherein relationships are colored so much at a national level. Nationalism is strong in our world. And therefore the fact that it has survived, that the EU has survived, make it a, makes it a major milestone in human evolutionary development. Today, many unions are being challenged by the growing polarities and factions within polarities, making it difficult to find the middle ground. At times such as these, we're challenged to look beneath the surface of outer events, to find, if we can, the kernel of truth that surely does exist. And as we know, the outer conditions which are so fraught are said to be minuscule when compared with the conditions existing upon the astral and lower mental planes. And this is where triangles workers can aid in fostering union for the triangle is the symbol of the soul and triangles work enables us to do our part in helping to dissipate the fogs and mists of this glamorous world in which we live and move. Triangles provides a scaffolding through which the light can flow and the new forms be created. There's a brief visualization on light given out in the Bailey teachings that's said to help foster greater focus towards the soul in our own lives. It's very simple. First, you're asked to simply establish an inner calm and silence, letting go of all problems and cares. And then we're asked to visualize in the distance a mountain or a pyramid. And at the peak of this structure, this triangular structure, is a pure light of great intensity. And after we focus on that, we're asked to then visualize ourselves merging within that light coming under its illuminating rays, 
so that our own light can shine forth more brightly. And then we're asked to sound a mantra which really encapsulates the whole visualization. It goes, dim light am I, and yet the pure light shines. Not distant is that light, but daily, hourly, drawing nearer. The light that is my little self must disappear within the greater light. So with that light, that all-pervading, all-consuming light, I blend and merge. I can no longer see the two, the greater light, the little self, the pilgrim, and the way, for only one is seen, the greater lighted whole. And then we picture the fusion of the light of the personality with this greater light of the soul. And we see this light focused through the personality, pouring forth its light upon the astral plane as we sound the Om. I wanted to share that visualization because it's really on a smaller scale what we as triangles workers do on a planetary scale by bringing the light of the collective soul of the group life to all who can receive it through the network. As each triangle partner in the lighted brings in this lighted illumination of their own soul, and then they link with the soul of their triangle and the collective soul of all triangles workers, we together release a flood tide of light into our world. So let's now work together in our meditation. Let's take a moment to link with one another as a soul a point of love and light with all those people throughout the world who are working with this triangles meditation group. Projecting a line of lighted energy towards the center Shambhala we sound the mantra. In the center of the will of God, I stand. Not shall deflect my will from his. I implement that will by love. I turn towards the field of service. I, the triangle divine, Work out that will within the square and serve my fellow men.
Next slide, please. Using the creative imagination, link with two other points of light to create a triangle of light. Visualize the triangle in which you are working as an essential part of the Radiant Worldwide Triangles Network. Hold the consciousness immersed within the light of the group soul, the heart of love, which underlies and infuses the network. Now lift the consciousness to the world teacher who stands at the heart of love at the center of the spiritual hierarchy and also at the heart of each triangle. Visualize the energies of love, light, and goodwill circulating in and around the Triangles Network.
Visualize these energies unifying and eliminating all divisions within humanity, healing and transforming human consciousness and establishing right human relationships. Again, linking with the spiritual hierarchy through the rainbow bridge, we sound together the mantra of unification. The sons of men are one, and I am one with them. I seek to love, not hate. I seek to serve and not exact due service. I seek to heal, not hurt. Let pain bring due reward of light and love. Let the soul control the outer form and life and all events and bring to light the love that underlies the happenings of the time. Let vision come and insight let the future stand revealed. Let inner union demonstrate and outer cleavages be gone. Let love prevail. Let all people love. Visualize the whole planet alight with triangles. See new triangles being formed everywhere.
Now we'll sound the great invocation, silently or aloud. And as we repeat each stanza, let's visualize the network acting as a link between the world of spiritual realities and humanity as a channel through which light and love and divine purpose can flow into human consciousness. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Thank you, everyone. And now we look forward to hearing from Vincent. Hello. Okay, Cathy. Yeah, Cathy. Uh, welcome. Can you, you can hear me well? Yes. Ah, perfect. Uh, first of all, thank you for this uh, invitation to the meeting. Okay. And, um, I'm going to talk about the power of synthesis in the creation of the European Union. So in the last century, the World War was a painful period for Europe. But suffering always gives a positive counterpart. Because of the horror of war, most people said, never again. In May 1950, 
the founding text of the European construction was pronounced. The first step was only the foundation of a European cold and steel community between six European states. However, there was a great pacifist idea behind this project. By creating close economic ties between France and Germany, any war between those, these two nations became impossible, thanks to the principle of interdependence. The European Economic Community was enlarged in the following decades. In 1992, political union was established and took the name of European Union. At the beginning, there were six states. Today, there are 27. To be more precise, there are in fact 26, since the United Kingdom has just left. Today, the European Union has a certain power, but all this is also fragile. Some European countries are not really in the spirit of union and cooperation. Like the British, some are tempted by separatism. I was very disappointed to see Great Britain separate from the European Union. But if we look at the desire for autonomy, from an esoteric point of view, there is perhaps an explanation. London and Geneva are among the five planetary centers. London is ruled by the first ray of will and governs the whole Commonwealth. Geneva impregnates all continental Europe with the energy of the second ray of love wisdom. <clears throat> These are two very different energies. And perhaps, and perhaps they are not compatible, at least for the time being. As we can see, creating unity is not an easy task. There is a resurgence of populism and nationalism all over Europe. And it is very difficult to create agreements and to have a real common vision. Sometimes even democracy is threatened. In, democratic, in the democratic countries where we are so used to our freedoms, we should remember the words of Barack Obama. In his last book, he says, democracy is not a gift from heaven, but a building based on empathy and mutual understanding that we build together day after day. A phenomenon often observed is the discontent of the people at national level, which some politicians use to put the blame on the European institutions. In this way, they do not take their responsibility and find a false justification for national problems. The image of the institutions is then tarnished because of lies and ignorance. The European construction is a vast integration process that is quite complex due to cultural differences it is necessary to apply a synthesis of nations. Let us consider the symbolism of the European flag and see if it is a vector of synthesis. The European flag consists of a circle of 12 gold stars on a blue background. 
The stars symbolize the ideals of unity, solidarity, and harmony between, pe between peoples. The number 12 here represents perfection, perfection and fulfillment. The cycle could also be seen as a kind of crown, and thus an allusion to the coronal center conditioned by, by the energy of synthesis. As a student of the books of Alice Bailey, we can also see in the 12 stars an allusion to the 12 labors of Hercules. We also know that every nation has a soul and a personality. And in a certain way, a nation is a disciple on the probatory path, facing a lot of difficulties to reach the soul. In order to become a nation, the country must have reached a certain level of, of national integration. The great European challenge is to achieve a higher level of integration. Integration at the international level. In order to truly achieve a union, not only in institutional text, but also in arts, the souls of nations must be evoked. This work remains to be done. Roberto Assagioli, the founder of Psychosynthesis, a dimension of transpersonal psychology, explained the synthesis of opposites starting from a triangle. <clears throat> this process is applicable to the individual to integrate its different parts, its inner dualities. It is also relevant to society to harmonize relations between communities. And finally, we can also apply this process between different nations to achieve union. So we can read this pattern in relation to negotiation between nations. At the ends of the base of the triangle are the two opposite poles, conformism and rebellion. The middle point represents an alternative situ situation, a kind of compromise, but it is not sa satisfactory in the long term. There is a broader synthesis point, which allows nation, nations to be an active member of the European Union, while retaining a certain degree of independence from the Union. This position means action in and on the Union, with the aim of transforming it. Moving from the base of the triangle to the apex, involves a subtle balance between independence and interdependence. This balance depends on the degree of evolution of each nation and cannot be imposed. The soul radius of the nations can help this process. The, the Tibetan did not indicate all the race in Alice Bailey's destiny of the nation. But we know that Germany is, go is governed by Ray 4 at the level of the soul, and France as a soul Ray 5. These two countries, enemies during the World War, 
have become the main pillars of European construction. During this year's forum, we saw the importance of the fourth way. Several European countries convey this energy of harmony either at the level of the soul, like Germany and Australia, or at the level of the personality, like Italy. The principle of harmony can intensify the tension towards the, the apex of the triangle and bring about the transformation necessary for the establishment of right relations between the nations of Europe and also between the European Union and the great powers. Today, relations between China and the United States have become very conflictual, especially in the trade area. People are starting to talk about a new Cold War. Perhaps Europe could play a mediating role in resolving certain conflicts. To do so, it would, it would have to achieve a certain level of unity. That is all I hope. In conclusion, I would like to stress that the Triangle's meditation are very important for achieving international unity. I thank all those who participate in them. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you so much, Vincent. Those very uh, moving remarks. I wondered if you have any thoughts on the future of the European Union, how you see it perhaps evolving or um, what you see, or you have any thoughts about that? Um, yeah, today it's a real crisis in Europe actually. And mm. I think it's, a, it's the same in each country actually, even in United States. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and um, so we can talk about a world crisis, but about the European Union process, it's quite difficult because the, the British, uh, I mean, show um, not a good example because we opened the door to other possibility to uh, exit. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, Italian or even French sometimes talk about uh, um, yeah. an, an, a French exit, I mean, from the European Union, um, but... Um, so it's quite difficult, and uh, in in another way, actually, we need the union because each countries of Europe are very little. I mean, Belgium—it's yeah. only a point on, on the planet. Mm -hmm. If you mm -hmm. see that on the map, yeah. so we need to to be together because it's uh, it's very rich, actually, because there are so many different uh, culture and. When we see the, the power of China, uh, we need to be united to, yes. to, to negotiate with them, to, yeah. to try to talk about uh, human rights and so on. And so, but no, today the difficulty is quite uh, difficult. Yeah. yeah. Is there a lot of focus placed in the work of the EU on staying together? I mean, is that a theme of discussion to foster that union somehow? Um, not always, because th there is a real wave of populism everywhere in yes. Europe. Yes, yeah. So 
it's quite difficult. There are many pro-European, but there are also a lot of people against Europe. Mm. And they, they don't see the advantage to, to be in the union. Mm. So they, they tend to, to hear the, the populism uh, speech. And uh, so, mm. no, it's, it's really not easy. And there are the, um, I mean, uh, the social networks don't help the process, actually, because there are a lot of fake news. Uh, yeah. it, and, so, but but I think in a way it's the same difficulties in in America. For the uh, oh yes, <laughs> about the, the, the social network and so on. So yes, yeah. But I, I'm quite optimist in a way. But um, th there are a lot of errors as as well. I mean, Europe. Uh, I mean, two weeks ago, European Union uh, signed a, a contract with China. A commercial contract mm -hmm. and um, without really mentioning the problem with the the Uyghur population that is victim of uh, repression in China mm. so um, we have an economic um, I mean level very developed in Europe yeah but not really I mean ethic is really often at the background <laughs> and yeah. That's yeah. a pity, actually. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, let's see. We have some comments here, and I'll read them. And if you'd like to make any comments on them, okay. feel free. This is from Heather. She says, I had the privilege of being in the EU Parliament in Brussels in 1999. It is a precious institution. We must strengthen it if we are given the chance in Scotland, I would vote to be a, a region in the EU. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Gabriella, thank you for this meditation. Okay. Um, Sam or Phoenix or another name, which I always forget. Uh, thank you so much, Vincent. From the UK, I want to come home to the union, remembering <laughs> <laughs> less than a third voted to leave. Okay. Yes, of course. Actually, I, I think in the future it will be possible again. I, I think it's. I've not heard a, that too. Yeah. It's not really finished. Maybe in a few years, if, if the government change in Brighton, it can yeah. be different because th there are advantages. <laughs> advantages to stay with yes. the European Union yes. and the, the campaign for Brexit was based on fake news actually. Yes. So that's why if the truth come back <laughs> it will change the, the thing. I think so. Yeah. Yes, let's hope that can happen. Um, Clint writes, was the main reason for a European Union an economic one? Military or a combination of many things? So, so what's the, the question? Sorry. Um, he's asking if the re what was the real reason why the EU was formed? Um, was it an economic, military, a combination of many different factors? Uh, no, actually, it's not military because there are not a real European force on the military level. But first, it was about peace because it was at the end of the World War. 
And as I said, we a lot of people talked never again about that war yeah. between Germany, France, and and the other country. Then, so but um, actually, it's based on economic economical relation, but uh, and it develops a lot on this level but then a little bit cultural level because we have programs like Erasmus program that permits students to go in other university I mean from Belgium I can go in Spain for a few years a few months yeah. and study in Barcelona and so on yeah and uh, it's it's very rich actually on the in that level but there are lack of social um yeah i mean social real possibility uh, it's mainly economical capitalism and first of all and there there is a lack of ethic and uh, and arts i mean a lot of things can be done but we have to develop and yeah <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Jekaterina, also from UK, she says, we didn't want to leave the UK, EU. Mm -hmm. um, Swan writes, a lot of people complain about the bureaucracy of the European institutions yeah. and the number of regulations. Mm -hmm. It is said that the positive and unifying aspects tend to be forgotten. Also, what about dealing with countries like Poland and Hungary who are so unwilling to accept some of the basic principles of democracy. This really damages the credibility of the EU. Mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah. It's a difficult issue because we have to respect the different governments of the Europe. And also yeah. we have certain value like freedom, democracy. Yeah. And when we see that in some states there is a lack of democracy, uh, journalists are putting in jail, or uh, yeah, Europe tried to react, but we have no real power in the about the inside the nation. I mean, mm -hmm. we we have economical pressure, but that's it actually. Yeah. Is there ever a discussion of asking countries to leave if they don't abide by certain human rights standards? Uh, actually, we don't want to say that, okay, if you don't respect our value, just leave, because we are in the process of union. So mm -hmm. if they are in, we don't want to put them out. But um, we try to change the thing inside with meeting in Brussels and... Mm -hmm. But I mean, this last year was very difficult. The, the best year for Europe was in the 19th, I mean, uh, 25 years ago. Yeah. A lot of new thing was very positive, like no boundaries. We can travel from one country to another without mm -hmm. passport. We have a new currency, the euro. Mm -hmm. So a lot of good news, but today we, we saw we see a lot of bad news actually but as i said it's also a world problem actually yeah yeah it's a it's a model really for the future of the whole planet i would think you know and actually i don't know how how is the image of europe in the united states what, what do you think about that the, this union of countries different well, language cultures and so on 
Well, what we think is one thing. I mean, we can't speak for all of America. Yeah. <laughs> <you know? laughs> but uh, certainly I, I would speak for myself. I, I, I know that the Tibetan speaks about it interestingly in, in probably I think it's in externalization about before the hierarchy can really externalize and the Christ reappear, we need to have freedom of boundaries, freedom of borders. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's a really important measure that your EU is trying to establish an anchor, uh, this freedom of travel and freedom of sharing mm -hmm. between countries and blending and merging. So I think it's a real step towards a, a demonstration of the Shambhala force, you know, working out the energy of synthesis. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think it's, it's a reflect an outer reflection of triangles, right? We work to bring the energy to flood the all parts of the planet through all centers. Mm -hmm. and so, yeah, I think it's, but I can imagine what you're saying, the difficulties and challenges that we see just in our own country here in the United States and magnifying that under completely different cultures, trying to unite them must be exceedingly challenging. And I, I was in Europe for quite some time and the nationalism was just as strong as it is here, you know, with all these small countries, each one so proud, which is wonderful, but often a sense that can go a little over the top at times, you know, that pride, mm -hmm. pride in one's own nation. So yeah. it's the human problem. Mm, really, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I didn't say if anyone would like to raise your hand and audibly ask a question or a comment for Vincent, please push, uh, click on your name in the chat, in the participants box. Um, okay. Um, David writes, do you consider the UK as a loss to or a gain to the formation of the EU? Was, was the UK one of the founding members of the EU? I don't even know. Uh, no, 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 it's the in seven, 1972, I think, so they, they come in okay. Europe, in the European Union. Okay. Um, because I think at the, at, yeah, in the 50s, I'm not sure that Churchill and uh, the General de Gaulle in France was so friends. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, French and England are, I mean, <laughs> there are some opposition in yeah. the last century <laughs> and it lasts in the mentality actually yeah. but uh, and actually in english people consider they are in an island actually so not part of the, the continent so yeah. you see geog geographically they don't feel part of of the U i mean the europe yeah. it's but yeah it's like that <laughs> Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, it's strange. Someone's asking if Switzerland, um, Swiss, saying Switzerland is not in the EU, do you think it would be a unifying influence if it were to join? Um, oh, in a way, I think it's a good thing that they are on a neutral position. And um, I think on the esoteric level, the <laughs> Swiss Switzerland Act, because Thanks to the, the energy of the Geneva Center, 
So it acts on, I, there is a reaction on all over Europe with the, the second ray. But um, um, I, yeah, maybe it's good to, to stay neutral. Uh, and in a way, you know, they are not in the union, but there are a lot of relation with them. So uh, it's not institutional, but in a way they are with us. <laughs> yeah. Why, why did they, do they choose not to? Just a, a love of independence or what is Yeah, it? it's about, yeah, I think it's historical. They, they always stay neutral and they don't mm -hmm. want to, yeah, and maybe it's the geography that uh, acts mm -hmm. on the mentality. I mean, mm -hmm. it's a lot of mountains there. Yeah. <laughs> so they are at the top of Europe and without a lot of um, possibility to be in relation with the country abroad. But, uh, but in a way, I mean, we go on holidays there and so... And there are a lot of commercial uh, relations with them, so financial yeah. as well <laughs> with the banks. <laughs> yes. Mm. Well, it would seem, since they are, as you said, a second, a second ray influence very strongly, it would seem mm. that if, if they were to join the EU, that it would be such a unifying, bring that unifying energy to the, the institution. But um, as you say, it might not something they're looking towards yeah and maybe it's already international actually if we you go to geneva you see that there are a lot of international international organizations so it's maybe it's not european union but it's uh, it's uh, it's more universal i mean for me switzerland Mm -hmm. Because every country goes there to to the UN to talk about peace when there are conflicts and so on. So, yeah, it's like a neutral place where people can can talk about uh, conflicts uh, without political influence inside the country. I mean, um, yeah, yeah. Um, Sue writes, I don't see how a large political union can benefit humanity. Is it a political union, though? I didn't. I didn't. Uh, you mean European Union? Yeah, it's yeah. very political. There is a parliament. Yeah. Mm, okay. <laughs> so, so she's so, asking, yeah. how does that benefit humanity? Uh, in a way, we, I mean, there is a positive thing when the ask like a uh, Nobel Prize to come to the parliament and to have a speech. Uh, um, I mean, even Ahmad, the spiritual leader, uh, came in the 10 years ago at the parliament to talk about peace. So there it's, and to also the, very often the, they defend human rights. So that's a positive thing of the European parliament, yeah. Um, Kaya writes that she felt it was somewhat disappointing to have a political bias in this meeting. Do you have any comments? Um, you mean the, 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 this meeting? <laughs> yeah, she, 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 I think she um, felt. I think she's. Ah. <laughs> she felt that it was politically biased against the UK in some way, perhaps. 
Ah, ja. Yeah. Ähm, I don't, I, I think in a way, you know, in, in London, a lot of, of young people want to stay European. You know, even the father of the, um, of, uh, the leader, the political leader of Brighton, want to stay, uh, to, to ask the nationality of France. Uh, because he lived there actually. <laughs> so for a lot of English people, it's difficult now to go on holidays or to trade with Europe because they need uh, passports and there are new rules. So actually it's a lot of difficulties for everybody, for them and for us. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, Damien, hello, Damien? Um, oh, I'm asking you to unmute your microphone. Oh, I'm unmuted. Hi. Hi. Hi, very interesting conversation. Uh, I'm from Ireland and I followed the referendum intensely and I was in Britain at the time. Um, first of all, a lot of people, although it was really split down the country, most people were shocked at the results of the referendum. Um, I'd like to say the, the people over there now are realizing that they were sold a pup. They were told certain things that turned out to be untrue. And is, at the moment, people are beginning to realize that this is not a good thing. And it's beginning to be an upwell swell in Britain over the results. Um, and yeah, it's, uh, we're going to be impacted on Britain leaving in a major way in Ireland. Mm. Um, but I do think myself, it's a blip. It's a moment in time. Mm -hmm. And I think eventually it'll take maybe 10, 15 years. But I do think eventually it will actually come back for yeah. self-preservation and for economic reasons. Mm. Um, I mean, things are absolutely in a mess over this side. From, from Britain leaving, leaving, uh, leaving the EU. And the only thing that's really kind of leveling at the moment is the coronavirus because everything is suppressed. But when that lifts mm -hmm. now in the next year, you're really going to see the impact. Yeah. You know, and people, people don't realise that the British, what happened with the British, with the British ref, referendum, they started a referendum and even the politicians didn't realise the implications. That might sound that might sound silly, but people are actually dumbfounded that the politicians had a referendum and they didn't know what they were doing. Mm. And that's that's why people, a lot of people in Britain went along, they trusted the politicians. So yeah, these guys know what they're doing, they know what they're talking about. And they were more ignorant to the implications of leaving the EU, the EU than the people on the ground. Mm. And it's quite ex astonishing for me because I was on the outside looking in, looking like, looking in at all this happening, and I say, "Do these guys not know what they're doing?" Yeah, and people were truly, truly shocked, and are beginning to realise the incompetence of the people who are leading the country. Yeah. Uh, you know, but as I say, I think it's a blip in time and people are realizing what happened, especially in Britain. 
um, and are beginning to realize the implications, especially yeah. the students and the young people. It, it is mad, you know? Yes. Well, well, thank you so much for your sharing your um, insights. Thank yeah, you. lovely meditation, by the way, Kathy. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. All right. I'm sorry, but we have to go now. It's time for us to just end and thank Vincent very much for sharing with us. And let's just take a moment to link with the worldwide group of All Triangles members. Thank you. Thank you again, everyone. Bye-bye.